Hello and welcome again to Tom's Kiteboarding Tips podcast. And today I'm going to be talking about toe side riding. Um, yeah, toe side. It's uh, it's one of those great feeling things. I say that about all the tricks, though, that they all feel great because they all do feel great. But toe side, and I say this about everything, but toe side really does feel amazing. Um, it opens up so many different things as well. So you can land so many big tricks to toe side. Or if you're just a cruiser, um, just riding toe side is a really nice feeling. Um, it's really an essential skill to learn. Um, it will really help you with your transitions. In fact, I'm going to talk in a minute about how to how I trick my students into learning a transition um, by getting them to ride toe side. Um, I think it's the easiest way to do the sliding transitions take a little bit of time, but I've definitely had more success, um, getting people to ride toe side. And it's so funny because they look at me and, and go, what you want me to ride toe side toe? What? Like they've just started riding a few meters and, uh, and I find pushing people out of their comfort zone, um, very quickly, they actually rise very quickly um or uh, and then even if they don't i mean they crash and then it's funny and then they realize crashing's not so bad and uh, and then their comfort zone is bigger so going back to normal riding not having to do anything fancy like riding toe side or back rolls um and they're much more comfortable so it really is good and and i think we just enjoy it, don't we? When if if it goes well and we've tried something new, and even if it doesn't go that well, as long as we don't have a kite mare, I think as humans we just feel good, don't we? When we when we uh, progress, we kind of unlock a little bit more of the game that we're all playing in kiteboarding. So yeah, toe side is um, is pretty easy. Um, it's uh, it's also really important for downwinders. And downwinders, I think personally, the best experience you can have is going on a downwinder with waves, with a cool group of people in a beautiful place. So the thing with a downwinder is you don't have to be um, doing anything. Just literally getting from point A to point B is a massive high. It's like, wow, I made it. I got there with a group of people. Um, and so many people I did downwinders, um, every day, three days a week at uh, three days, three times a day for God, the whole season in Cape town for four years. And, um, so I learned a, a lot from downwinders and, more people than I can remember looked at me at the end of a good downwinder and said, oh my God, that was the best session of my life. And, you know, to me, it was like, wow, that was just, just a normal downwinder. But it really does um, make a big difference to uh, to be able to go on a downwinder. And, and toe side, I think, is a really important thing to learn to ride to downwind. Because on a downwinder... You can just go downwind, but if you go downwind too much, you can stall the kite. So I think when you learn toe side, it helps you learn how much downwind you can go. And if you can hear in the background, Turks and Caicos is getting battered by some really cool storms. Um, hence why I'm able to make this podcast. But uh, yeah, seriously heavy rain. So my apologies about the uh, background noise, <laughs> which is... Uh, yeah, pretty crazy. Um, so anyway, so how do we, what's the best way to learn toe side? Well, 
really, once you've started riding um, in both directions, 20, 30 meters and coming to a controlled stop, then if conditions are good, then it's time to, to switch it up and, and try a toe side. Now, safety first, always safety first. Um, it's not boring. It's important. Um, yeah, just make sure you've got loads of space downwind of you. It's it's really that simple. Shallow water is always the best. And if you're listening to my podcast, you'll always hear me banging on about not too shallow water. The most um, common injury in kiteboard is a twisted ankle from someone crashing in water below the knee. Just when you crash in water below the knee, it, like anything can happen. Ankles get broken. So don't be that guy or girl. Um, and yeah, so just make sure you've got loads of space downwind of you because as you go downwind, inevitably you're probably going to, um, as you go toe side, you're probably going to go quite a long way downwind. <clears throat> and on top of that, if you crash the kite, if you crash the kite, then you've just got to factor in relaunching. Um, so at least three kite line lengths and generally more. Um, and obviously, deep water, you've got to think worst case scenario, what would happen if I crashed my kite and I couldn't relaunch it? Um, you know, don't get dragged across rocks or or anything bad like that. So once you're happy, you've got loads of space and you've not got too much power, then we really want to go, uh, I think something I'm learning from all my teaching over the years is the speed at which you try a new trick. So if you're going too fast, it's even like a, a common board start. If you're just, if you're board starting with too much speed, then everything happens so quickly. And when you're learning something new, nothing is natural. So therefore you, your brain's just working so hard and it can't react to tell your body what to do if you're going so fast. So try to go medium speed, but a little bit slow. You know, it's better to sink than it is to kind of uh, skip out, lose the board and crash the kite. And like any new trick, the the stage you want to get to is you want to be um, failing, but not crashing the kite. So keeping the kite at 12. Um, and then you just use so much uh, less energy and so much, uh, it's just so much more fun. You, just, you don't, you, you get more attempts per hour. Um, because you're not spending that time and energy relaunching your kite. Wow, the rain is really coming down here in Turks and Caicos. Quite impressive. Um, I hope you can hear me okay. Um, so, yeah, so, okay, so we're riding along medium speed. Now, I always think it's better to go into toe side on your strongest side. So let's imagine your strongest side is goofy. So your left foot forwards. Uh, sorry, right foot forwards. So I think the easiest way to go into uh, to go into toe side, which feels more natural, is if I'm right foot forwards is my most strongest side. I would recommend going left foot forwards and turning into toe side, so your best foot forwards is is what you're going into. And I'll explain why in a minute because what you want is when you're learning when you go into your best foot forwards, you just feel a little bit more in control. It's like writing with your right hand if you're a right-hander. Um, it kind of just immediately feels a bit more comfortable. Now, that's not to say you shouldn't try it on both sides because you should, and, and it's really nice to do that. Definitely on toe side, it's it's quite easy doing it on both sides. Um, so, 
yeah, you're going along medium speed, not too fast, not too slow, on the uh, underpowered slightly, um, ideally light wind, big kites. Um, and you're, you've just got to think you're turning your hips, you're, you're switching your uh, front foot is going to be your back foot. So if you lean backwards slightly, you're, if you have your kite, bring it up to say 11, uh, keep a lip, we're going to our left now, so the kite comes up slightly, um, so it, we can lean back a little bit, and we're going to turn quite quickly, and as we turn, uh, I like to think of it as your your front shoulder is going to become your back shoulder, so you're going to turn away from your kite and put your front shoulder, and the reason I say this is because as soon as you turn your shoulders, then the rest of your body will follow, and the big thing to know when you're going to ride into toe side is that you're going to put your pressure from your heels onto your toes. And so many people that I teach toe side to, they do this wonderful turn and they're like, oh yeah, that's cool. But then their board stays flat. They kind of half go for it. And then they'll either crash, sink, and it's not bad. You know, it's it's quite a pleasurable crash. It's quite a funny crash. As long as um, you keep the kite up, it's really nothing. Um, but yeah, really commit to putting pressure on your toes and leaning over. If you think um, in kiteboarding, we always have spray from the board. That's because our board is always at an angle. It's like the, the rudder of a ship as opposed to um, like a surfboard where it's standing on top of a board. So you're going from heel side edging to toe side edging and edging meaning the board is at an angle to the, uh, to the water creating resistance. So really commit to it. And as you um, turn and you switch your board around, which is a lot easier than it sounds once you've done it, it's a great thing to get someone to demonstrate it to you. I find I can explain things all day long to people, but it's so much better. A picture paints a thousand words just to show someone three or four times as slow as I can. And then you can see, oh, I get it. It's like when you have video coaching, no matter what a coach says to you, like do this, do that. When you actually see yourself um, riding, you're like, oh, I get it now. I'm doing that because in our brains, we're doing something else. Anyway, it's great to have a... Um, have uh, someone demonstrate something. I find this with all my tricks, anything new that I'm learning, I love to watch what they're doing because a part of me has got as a little competitive side that goes, well, if they can do it, then so can I. But also it's just really useful. I think you can just copy, I call it monkey see, monkey do, um, which, uh, which is uh, a useful coaching technique. So anyway, so we're going to turn our body, turn our shoulders. We're now leaning over our toe side, we've committed. Now, we've got a few things here. We could try to keep riding. And to do that, we're going to need a bit of power. So as we turn into our toe side, it's always good to pull the bar in and pull it into our hip. And that usually keeps a bit of power in the kite. And then we keep riding off into the uh, uh, riding in toe side. Another mistake a lot of people make is they don't go upwind, so they go into toe side, but they're pointing the board just quite flat, and they're going downwind, they lose the tension, and even though they pull the bar in, they're still sinking. So <clears throat> my top tip to stop all of that is to turn it 
into a transition. And and I like to, I really think that it's great to learn this before anyone learns a transition. And if you're already doing transitions, um, this is probably one of the most stylish transitions that you can do. I know there's loads of fancy transitions, but a good toe side to heel side transition with a load of spray is like, wow, like you could, like with a surfboard, that's what we, we do with a surfboard. Um, it's essentially just a, a big change of direction and the sharper you turn, the bigger the spray. And you can just do it. Someone like um, Andre Philip, um, who's been doing it from the beginning, you know, he can make that look like the coolest move ever, just a, a toe side to heel side transition. So no matter what your level, it's, it's really a great, feeling as well. It's a life changer. I know it sounds crazy, but several people, students have said to me, wow, that's amazing. And it's like, you're hooked. You just want to, you just want to do that transition every time. And yeah, I think it's easier than the standard transition. So the trick is, as soon as you go into your toe side, literally the moment you're in toe side, don't try to do anything. Don't try to ride, pull on your backhand and I haven't even explained yet about the taking one hand off because that really helps. As you go into toe side, it's really good to take your front hand off and that helps you to turn your shoulders and it also helps you to lean over more. So then you're leaning over your toes and you're holding the uh, the bar with your um, back hand. So if you pull your back hand, that's going to send the kite in the opposite direction. Now, if you do it too hard, you're just going to go flying. But if you just do it quite gradually, firm but gentle, does that make sense? Firm but gentle? Yeah. Um, Then what's going to happen is the kite slowly starts going the other way and all you've got to do is follow it. So your front foot um, is your pressures on your toes and you're going forwards. You pull your back hand. The kite goes in the other side of the wind window and then you're going to just follow it with your front foot. And all of a sudden, as if by magic, you've changed direction. And it's a revelation for so many riders that they're, they're able to do that turn without um, all those sinking, um, sliding transitions. And then when you get good at it, you can just carve really hard and send the kite really aggressively and really enjoy pushing it out. And when you get on a surfboard, you can push the fins out um, and slide it around. It's just such a great um, movement. So yeah, I would definitely, definitely recommend when you're doing your first toe side attempts, then as soon as you go into toe side, pull your back hand and then follow it with your front foot. And then you'll go into heel side and then ride off in the other direction. Start slow um, and build it up. Um, If you crash, try to think the kite's worth a million dollars, keep it up into the sky. I often have this bet with my students to say, if um, I'll bet you a million dollars, I'll give you a million dollars if you can keep the kite at 12 o'clock no matter what. Because if it really was true, if there was a million dollars cash on the beach, then I don't know about you, but I would definitely keep my kite in the sky no matter what. And if you have that mentality when you're learning a new trick, um, as long as you know you're not going flying over the beach because you're like, no, I've got to keep my kite at 12. Obviously, there's a point where we might have to let go. But really, sometimes we're going to get dragged. And uh, if you get dragged a bit, hey, big deal. You're going to get lose your board. Big deal. 
Um, I'm going to do a episode about uh, upwind body dragging because I think that's so important. Not everyone has the perfect conditions to learn riding toe side like or any other trick like we do in Turks and Caicos. And when I mean perfect conditions, I mean like 80 square miles of shallow water, knee deep water where um, uh, where when you fall off, you just stand up. Most people in the real world have deep water and less than favorable conditions. And hey, that's why I love kite surfing so much, because we can make the best <clears throat> out of conditions that no one else would even bother going out in. In England, I just used to love everyone complaining about the rain and the wind. And there was us, you know, 10 meters in the air flying, having the time of our lives. So, well, it's all going off now in Turks and Caicos. And we've got uh, sirens going and sheet rain <laughs> flooding. So I hope you can hear me. But yeah, just going back to uh, to toe side. So practice that on both sides. Um, make sure that uh, that you've got plenty of space downwind and uh, really enjoy it. Uh, have some fun with it. Um, if you can get a video of you doing it, do it. Not just to post on uh, Instagram, but it really does help if you can get a friend to video you. You can see what you're doing wrong, and it's fun. So uh, cool! I hope that helps you to um, to get into some toe side riding and uh, come to. Oh yeah, if you um, get onto Facebook or Instagram, Tom's Kiteboarding Tips. Follow me for a daily tip. Hopefully, I can get one little tip that can help you to uh, to do something. One tip can make all the difference. And uh, yeah, come and come over to Turks and Caicos. I should be here for the, for the next few years at least. I love the place. And uh, yeah, I hope you have a great session. See you soon.